ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Who are we to judge? Thanks to New Zealand On Air. My parents are really religious and I'm ready to have sex. What do I do? And straight to the point, eh? Uh, that's really a difficult question to answer. Uh, we, I actually had some time to think about this before Georgia threw it at me. And I can totally appreciate that they're, this person is stuck between a rock and a hard place. So they've grown up in a religious family and, and maybe they've held those views. And maybe they still hold those views, but they're in a relationship now. And for whatever reason, they feel like sex is the next step. So I suppose anytime I'd answer a question like this, um, and I'm assuming this person's a virgin, the first thing I'd, I'd say is sex is a big deal. It's an, a really um, big commitment to make. Uh, and you want to make sure that you, when you are having sex, that you're doing it in a relationship that, that you feel safe, you feel respected, you feel trusted, because it makes you very vulnerable. So I'm assuming that when you say you're ready, what you mean by that is you're with someone who you trust, who you who cares about you, who, you know, with someone who you feel safe with. So um, assuming that's the case, then really the question is, how do you approach this with your parents? Now, one of the questions I would have for you is, are you living at home? Because sometimes when you are living at home, unfortunately, you do need to stick to the rules of that household. So if one of the rules is that you aren't able to have sex while you're living in that under the appearance roof, then, um, then you've got a dilemma, which is, do you lie or do you tell the truth and, and, and what do you do? Um, I think generally when I think of any time anyone messages in with a question around parents, my first reaction is do whatever you can to maintain that relationship because even though your parents can be a real pain sometimes, even though they're rules you might not agree with, they are your, hopefully, they should be your biggest fans, they should be your biggest cheerleaders and they want the best for you even if sometimes it doesn't feel like that. So I'm going to throw something out right now and if you guys disagree with me then totally feel free to say that on air, we can have a little discussion but here's one approach you could actually sit down with your parents and actually talk it through like actually say to them hey mum and dad i'm i've got a you know do we know if it's a boy or a girl no we don't no? okay no, so no. i've got a boyfriend girlfriend and um and i think we're ready to have sex but i wanted to talk to you guys about this what do you reckon I reckon, I reckon it shows the respect that you have for your parents, especially because, you know, even you sending this message in shows the respect that you yeah, have for them because true. not many people would think about what their parents' values are or rules are when it comes to sex. They go, well, I, this is my relationship. I can do what I want. I'm ready. Yeah. So I think it's quite cool that you um, are thinking about it. So I don't know. I reckon it's quite a good idea. I actually had that noted down as a potential piece of advice as well, is to, to, to discuss it with them. And I think to your point, if you want to maintain um, a relationship and one that's full of trust yeah. as well, then even if it, the discussion may not go the way that you want, at least you've, I suppose, acted in the way that you want to maintain a open, honest, communicative totally. relationship. And it's scary. And I mean, I think the other thing that I had noted down was potentially get your partner to come with you to have that discussion too, so that it's, you know, the two of you saying, yeah, we are both on board, we've thought this through and we want to, yeah, so that he, you know, well, he or she, sorry, yeah. whoever that is, has also got your back, but also knows how this impacts you and is on the same page when, I suppose, understanding how that um, might look like and play out for you, the parents as well. Yeah, and the other thing I'd say is when you do have conversations, the general rule of thumb is to listen really well as well as sharing your perspective. Because sometimes when we have hard conversations, we just talk and we, we put our position out there, but we don't listen to the others. And you, there may be some reasons or some things or some experiences your parents have had that they might want to share with you, and you should listen to that really well. At the end of the day, if you've listened well and you've put your perspective out there and you disagree, then 
that's that's okay um it's okay to disagree and at least like you said at least you know you've you've had the conversation in a really respectful way and i think ultimately your parents will really respect that even if they don't respect the decision you made about the sex yeah so what if they turn around and say we we don't approve yeah well i guess it depends what the consequences are if they say we don't approve then you can say i'm really sorry that you don't approve i, I, I love you guys heaps but you know this is my decision i'm gonna do this and at least i came to you and yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and if they say you know you, you're not allowed to live here you know if you do that then i guess the decision for you will be um uh, you know how, how how committed are you to that relationship and to that course of action and, and if you are really you know committed to that then it might it might mean that you well actually no let me say this firstly take some time off to cool down mm. and then you'll probably find when you come back they'll they'll say look we want you to live here um you know maybe maybe at that point swing around a little bit and get some advice from someone else maybe talk to a school counselor or someone like that mm. get their thoughts maybe bring a third person in to actually talk with you a mediator or someone older that you trust an auntie or uncle um that might kind of help kind of calm things down ZM sealed section where you can ask whatever you want i'm more attracted to my girlfriend's sister and i don't know why how can i control these feelings that's a very tough one. Yeah, I, I sort of um, can relate. I guess um, probably most of my brother's um, girlfriends have felt the same way over the years. Oh, I was wondering <laughs> I was where like, this was going, Dave. Uh, oh. I, was, I, was, I was making a joke about oh, how dad. I was. The, no, like, more, more, I am. Is that a dad joke? Yeah. Father's Day. That's actually happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you. Happy okay. Yeah. yeah, every dad's allowed a one dad joke. Am I allowed one dad joke? You can have Georgia? a couple of dad jokes. Thank you. <laughs> but you've now got. One less, all right? It's one. Um, So, okay, so yeah, interesting situation. Now, the reality is that we have emotions and we are attracted to people throughout our entire lives. And even as a married person, you don't stop noticing that other people are attractive. And so... I guess you've got a choice with all of your emotions and that is to uh, indulge them and go with them or to actually just see them as what they are, which is they come into your mind, you think them, and then you choose what you want to do with them. And some emotions are harder or some thoughts are harder to ignore or um, yeah, ignore than others. But it doesn't help when we sort of indulge them, we sort of fantasize, we do whatever in our minds. So I would encourage this guy, when when that thought comes into your mind, try and distract yourself, try and think of something else. Um, sometimes time will just move you past that. Um, sometimes time might actually make it worse, but give it a bit of time. Um, the other thing is, and this might be, well, actually what I would say is talk to somebody about it because sometimes when you kind of name it and speak it out, obviously it's great that you texted us, but actually tell somebody. Um, then that might be worthwhile. The other thing is if it's actually starting to really affect your relationship, tell me what you guys think about this, but I almost wonder whether you should tell your girlfriend. Well, I just oh. sort of had a bit of a different angle. I was like, perhaps you just need to do a bit of self-reflection and go, what you know, I suppose, what is it about this sister that attracts you to her? Yeah. And why is you know where has that attraction come from is there something sort of perhaps lacking in your own relationship or how are you feeling you know that's a separate question and it's on itself how are you feeling about your current relationship are there aspects missing and is perhaps just the sister that being there kind of like a next best thing that you True. are around a lot and so then there's a little bit of rapport she's good looking whatever it is you know then that's sort of um i suppose catching your eye but perhaps that sort of, um, I suppose, an outline mm. to what the actual core issue is yeah, here. So maybe just having a bit of self-reflection, understanding what it is about um, the sister that you are attracted to, 
why that might be, and, you know, whether that be in your relationship or something that's missing perhaps in your current partner, and whether there is validity there or maybe not even. Maybe it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm actually really frustrated about something else completely different mm. and I or need to are have they a conversation. Just simply more attractive and is that the reason and then that's it like that's where it stops maybe their personality is not as attractive as mm. their looks say mm. or maybe it's their personality that's attracting you and not their look I don't I don't know it's a tough one because I know if I was told that I would be pretty cut I was I gonna think. say for me personally I, I don't know yeah yeah fair enough the other thing I would say as well is that there will Relationships are so much more than physical attraction. And although mm. that gets you started in a relationship, it's not what keeps you there. Now, I'm definitely attracted to my wife. She is beautiful. But according to traditional standards of beauty, there are people in the world that are more beautiful. There are people in the world that have mm. better skin or have whatever mm. hair or whatever. You know, There are always going to be people that are more attractive. The thing that makes my relationship with my wife so special is the time we've spent together, the respect, the fact that I feel so myself with her, etc., etc. So one other way of addressing those feelings is to just pull yourself into the current relationship you've got. Like date really hard, spend heaps of time, mm. talk well, mm. get those conversation starters that you were talking about. Um, talk, Get to know each other, Pour yourself into that relationship, um, obviously uh, not in an unhealthy way, but as you invest in the person you're with, sometimes that um, kind of minimizes your, you, your you looking on. outside yeah. and trying to get what you say, trying to get those emotions met in someone else. Mm. Mm. ZM Sealed Section. Um, we've had a couple of emails come through on the anonymous form from um, a listener actually wanting help throughout the week. And I've just recently sent one through saying that they're not, too sure what's going on in life at the moment. Life is a bit hard. They can't talk to their family and they don't have technology, just a radio, so they can't really do a lot on their own and they're finding it really hard at school. Uh, they've come from Australia and they're not really enjoying life at the moment. Life's a bit hard. Yeah, I actually went through a time like this when I was uh, in intermediate school. I remember being bullied and interestingly, when you get into a, a space where your self-esteem takes a hit everything in life can feel really overwhelming and uh you know maybe this person's feeling some symptoms of depression um and it's really important that when you are feeling like that when when it feels like everything in the world no matter where you're looking everything feels too hard and too difficult and you don't know where to turn it's really important you get some support because often when we find ourselves in a hole we don't know how to get out and we need somebody to reach down and pull us out and so the first place I would normally recommend our, our parents, if we can, and it says here that you can't talk to your family. I wonder if that's just because you don't know how to, you feel embarrassed, um, maybe you feel vulnerable when you talk to them. But if you if you can, I mean, if you're not in any danger physically or emotionally, if you talk to your parents, I would try and bring it up with your parents. If not them, then definitely someone at school. Um, just quickly to touch on depression, um, a major depression, there's a lot of different symptoms for depression, but... Some of the more common ones are um, if it affects your eating, your sleeping, your moods, overwhelming sense of um, sadness and tears, um, you're not enjoying um, spending time with friends or not enjoying the hobbies that you used to enjoy. So if some of those sound familiar, if you have four or five of those, then it might be a, a clinical depression. It might be a major depression that you want to go and talk to your doctor about and maybe go on some, um, some antidepressants. But all of those questions can be explored and you can be supported to find answers for them um, with a, a professional counsellor. So if you have one at your school, that's great. Um, you can also talk to your GP and, and they can recommend somebody as well, or you can call Youthline 0800 3766 
or, or text or call 1737 um, 24-7 with trained professionals working there too. I was just going to say as well, they have an email address because I know that you've been contacting us via email. So there's talk at youthline.co.nz. Right. And I think it's just really important because sometimes, as David said, when you've got all of these thoughts, what you need is spo- you know, aside from somebody that can just go, oh, I really understand what you're going through, mm-hmm. is somebody that's trained professionally to give you some frameworks and some tips and some tricks that help you move on from that space because sometimes when you have people just sitting there understanding that's really helpful and it relieves you and makes you feel really good momentarily but it actually doesn't change your thinking at all and that's where you need those you know trained counsellors to come in and that's what Youthline can provide so do get in touch with them and they are available regularly so I know that you've been in touch with us throughout the week if that's that's another port of call I suppose if you need help and I'd say probably that's the next step actually is to flick them an email um, and they can journey alongside with you, you know, alongside you this week and, and um, actually really start to work on some of the issues you're facing. What is that email one more time? Just because I feel like there's a lot of thoughts going in this person's head that they want to put down in one email and just sort of get across. What, yeah, what's sure that? thing. So it's talk, T-A-L-K, at youthline.co.nz. ZM Sealed Section. Uh, we've had a few messages come through tonight about um, sexuality and whatnot. So this one here in particular... Um, I keep asking this question not only to you guys but to my friends, but I'm 13 and I think I'm gay or bi because I like boys and I think I've liked girls, but I'm not sure. And I liked this guy and he turned out to be gay. I still like him. How do I get over him and how do I come out to my parents if I'm gay or bi because I'm scared and don't know what to do? Um, I'm really, really finding it hard to concentrate at school and I don't want to go to a counsellor because I don't like talking about my feelings around people. Well, there's a lot to unpack there, and it seems like you're really carrying a lot of confusion, which really must not be very fun. Um, I think, unfortunately, there is probably no way to get through this without actually talking to somebody. Um, I know that when you do talk to somebody, it makes you feel vulnerable, and it it can be confronting, um, but really with all of those questions and they're complex questions that are, are really too complicated for us to really be able to answer in a couple minutes on the radio it's worth walking alongside somebody who um knows you who can get to know you and who knows the situation and has some really good advice so i would recommend if you're at school and we, you know we say this all the time on the show but we'll keep saying it um talk to your school counselor in regards to um, in regards to the question of your sexuality and coming out to your parents, you know that can be a really scary thing for people to do, especially if you've waited a long time and in your mind there might be a lot of scenarios you, that you've built up that are really scary. Um, you know, you might want to get some support when you do that because it can be pretty scary. So make sure that you feel safe and you know to be able to come out to your parents. Um, the other thing is be prepared for them to react in a way that um, might not be good but they just might need a bit of time because it might be new to them um, they they may very well be really supportive you don't know yet um, and often their first reaction can be um, maybe one of surprise and then following that it might be one of support so um, so I would say give your parents benefit of the doubt make sure you feel safe have a support person if you need to give them some time to process what you've told them and I know um, there was also a question that came through about somebody who I think their parents weren't supportive of coming out and unfortunately that does happen sometimes where 
you know, life takes us in a certain direction and, and our parents, you know, we don't see eye to eye. And, and I'm really sorry if that's, you know, if that's been your situation. And, and it might be that you'll just need to find that support from other places. And hopefully your parents will, will be able to come around and, and love you the way you deserve to be loved. And the good thing is that there are heaps of support services. Well, not necessarily massive amounts, but there are support services available out there to people like yourself that are going through this and grappling with questions like that with, you know, from people and from communities that understand that intimately. So there's Rainbow Youth and there is a number of different ways in which you can contact them. So they've got an email address, which is info at ry.org.nz. You can also call them. Um, it is in a, sorry, it's an Auckland number, unfortunately. So if you're outside of that region, I do apologise. But Rainbow Youth, you can call them 11am to 5pm, 09-376-4155. And then there's also Outline New Zealand. So they offer confidential free LGBTIQ and affirming support line and face-to-face counselling. And you can contact them on 0800-688-5463. And they are available 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. weekdays and 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on weekends. So again, that's a community and I suppose a support service available from people that may have walked that um, journey themselves and been through that and can you know, intimately provide you um, some advice and um, some guidance on how to go through that for yourself as well. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want.